recording in progress cool <gasps> Tamwa. so Hi. everyone hello uh, i'm here with a great great friend sister from another mister Tamwa. she lives currently in barbados and everyone that's on here knows about neville yeah i think you do if not i'm gonna put in the description the barbados link um with regards to Neville. And uh, Tema manifested, created, well, we're manifesting all day, every day. Tema created for herself that she moved from, I think you you got there from Australia, right? Or were you somewhere else first? No, I was in Australia, I was in Byron Bay. Yeah. yeah. And from there, she got herself in the times of COVID people. Yeah, so nothing, everything is just like, everyone and their mother will be, um, how do you say that? Will be in on getting you your wish. So Temwa moved to Barbados. Mm. That's what we're gonna talk about, how she did that. Like, what did she do? Because Temwa's um, a very conscious creator. Like she knows how life works and how you can create magic. So that's what we're going to talk about. And we're also gonna talk about a little bit about your music. if if time allows and yeah so good welcome tell tell us about you okay well thank you for having me <laughs> for starters it's yeah. wonderful to be here um yeah so Monique and myself met in Byron Bay which is actually a meeting ground for Indigenous Aboriginal Australians it's always been that space um amongst other things people from all over Australia come to Barbados, oh, to Barbados, sorry, to Byron Bay, <laughs> slip of the tongue. <laughs> um, I'll get into that though, because that happens a lot. Mm. So we met there and that land itself holds a vibration that's very beautiful, quite magic and transformative. And I think, you know, that's why it attracts people from all over the world to go there. Um, and so while I met while we met, I was already in the practice of, um, you know, I made vision boards and I used crystals and vibrational tools um, to help me get closer to the things that I want more of in my life. Yeah. Can I pause just one second? Because this is, I know this about you and, and yeah, and I learned from you actually before, this is all before I learned about Nevelyn. Like, how did you get, like, what, how did you know that this was the way that you can create your life with these vibrational tools? Like, where did you get that information? Oh, we have to go right back. I was one of those weird kids that remembered. <laughs> so I used to, as long as I can remember, I used to, inside myself, like we lived, um, we lived kind of on, in the bush. There wasn't a, a, it was a dirt road around my house. So I would go into the backyard and I'd sit there and look at the sun and through my eyelashes, I would look at the light, look for the rainbows and I would say, I'm always going to remember this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to remember who I am. Wow. I'm always going to remember my connection. Like I didn't say God because I didn't have that vocabulary, but it, to me it was with nature, which in this time that's, you know, nature is consciousness and God consciousness and it's all the same loving vibration that's supporting us all the time. So I came in like that and 
my mom and my grandma, so my mom and my mom's mom, were very supportive in their ways to cultivate that within me. Um, and both of them astral travel, that was like lots of different things. I was very open. So mm. I came through that and I had that support. So I was very lucky to have that support. Mm. Um, and so my grandmother in particular told me that uh, just before I hit puberty, to start working with amethyst. And mm. I was astral traveling a lot at that time as well. And I was waking up so tired. So she said, put amethyst in your bed under your pillow and it will help your spirit to return properly. Because what was happening was that my I was going out and mm. doing things and I was exhausted from doing so much and I wasn't actually returning properly into my body. Mm. It was taking me a, a longer time to integrate. Mm. So I started with, yeah, like back then. Back when yeah, I was so cool. Thank you for, <laughs> I knew a little, of course, and like when we met, um, we, you also did some work on me, some energy work, and I knew that you can't come, or I know that you come from a line of healers and seers and, but yeah, cool. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and then now back to Byron Bay. So you were already like working with all these vibrational tools. Yes, that's right. And in that time, I have this thing where I'm like, um, because I was also doing a lot of healing work, so uh, people come to Byron to heal. So I was assisting a lot of people, which was lovely. And then to find my space, um, because I'm very much an empath. So when it's my time off, I would actually set my set the tone by saying, I'm going to Brazil, I'm going to Hawaii. Or, I, I would Brazil, yeah. <laughs> Normally it was Brazil. I was just on this thing. I have such a link there that I would play music from Brazil. I would cook food from that place. I would um, dance around and have fun. And I have, um, you know, some friends that are also love Brazil or Brazilian, so they would encourage me as well if I saw them during the day, you know. And we just make it playful. Like yeah. as kids, we play. We mm. go into make-believe worlds and it's normal and then it becomes unnormalised as we get system um, mm, mm. If we go as we go through the system, it becomes mm. so unnormal to have an imagination. Yeah. Can I? So this is a bit. Of, this is a bit of a conspiracy theory. I'm not. I'm not into that stuff. But the first thing that I just thought when you said it, I thought mm, they must have known. Like the ones that made it weird to use your imagination too much, they must have known that that's what gets us our dreams. Mm -hmm. but anyway that no we don't have to go there but yeah, yeah so we still use these tools and you use it as well amazingly so yes so um back then I'd made a vision board as well I had my niece come and stay and it was the first time she'd come to stay and it was so exciting um we did photo shoots and made vision boards together and actually and I put all these pictures of the Caribbean and um, having great hair and all these things that are so important to, <laughs> you know, they're, they're important to me and music and um, all sorts of things on it. And actually, like, I should send you a photo of that because everything on there has come true. And wow. Yeah, do it. Maybe which I is, can put it somewhere in, in one, of the, um, one of the frames. Yeah. Yes. And when I was doing it, I was in that same energy of playfulness and I wasn't um, trying 
too hard. I wasn't trying to like, that's mine, or I wasn't holding on to anything. I was playful. And I think that that's really the key is to try, is to keep it as light as possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're already answering some questions that I have because that's exactly the thing. Uh, what all the teachers also say um, is don't get attached, don't get attached. But then when you want something, you're like, yeah, but how do I not get attached? But mm -hmm. actually you get not attached by being happy and playful and just feel your energy flow in this happy state. And then that's how you also let go of the attachment because attachment is serious. It's dense. It's like trying to make it happen. Yeah. And I also feel like attachments are belief, a partial belief that you don't already have it, that you don't deserve sure. it and you can't be yours. So yes, sure. part of that grasping in, a, in the energy of attachment, you know, is yeah. that is driven by that. So, yeah. yeah. And then fast forward, um, I had a partner from Barbados and I thought that would be cool to visit Barbados, but... Things didn't work out with the partner and that was, that was fine. Um, and I ended up in Brazil and I, a whole journey, series of events all went pear-shaped at, I think, 2019, around that end of 2018, 19. Um, and there was all sorts of unrest in Brazil with the Bolsonaro coming into presidency and tanks and all sorts of things that I'd never seen, like violence that I'd never seen mm. before. And I Can thought I to myself... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Can I ask you because so all these things that happened for me, that's just the the perfect scenario to get you out of there and to get you on your path to where you are now. And how it happens, we don't know. But is it also how you look at it? Like what what was happening at the moment there? Like super like, oh, I don't know yeah. here. <clears throat> yes, because I spent all those years before and so much time, like I'd spent quite a bit of time in Brazil physically as well. I love it there. So I spent a lot of time and energy um, in this imaginary world and also doing things with Brazilian culture back in Byron Bay with music to bring me into that space. And then I arrive in that space and everything you could imagine that could go wrong went wrong. Mm. Um, and it was not my experience that I would normally, like the, the people that I meet, in Brazil are so loving and wonderful and I have great friends but the experience that time was not that and so I was like okay I've got to book another ticket I'd lost this ticket anyway I use a credit from a ticket and I thought I'm going to go back to Australia I've had enough of this the vibrations like it's really heavy vibes here I just need to get mm. home mm. and back onto country and just chill and I'm going to stop through Barbados on the way through because I always wanted to go. And just because things didn't work out with that person that had the link there, I'd had so many dreams about it. And I thought, just go nine days. And funny, isn't it? When you look back now, like mm, there was my soul was already knowing I was just not in on the on the details. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I ended up um, meeting my current partner there um i wasn't looking for anything um i had said to the universe after the previous breakup i'm ready for a really deep soul relationship i i really feel ready for that now mm. whenever and i was really like 
I just let go of all my controlling parts of myself. Mm. And, you know, that takes a lot to let go of all that control. Yeah. Because who and doesn't also, want love? No, well, and but it's also about what you said. It's that attachment because you let go of it because you believed that it was possible for you. Like yes. that, and that's when you just let go. That's right. right? Or what, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I allowed myself to go through the process of like grieving and letting go of all these things. I realized that it wasn't about the person that I was with before either. It was that person is absolutely beautiful and they are a key that have led me to a path. I'm so grateful for that. And it was actually all this other stuff, this other programming and conditioning that I'd had in my head around the things that I want and um, how they'd look. And it was that part of identity that does want to attach, that does want security, that wants to be, you know, hold on, yeah. um, that I had to really crack open another level of that yeah. aspect of myself. Fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fear and it's like, it's, yeah, it's not you, like it's not the true you, but it's, yeah, it's amazing. And that you know how to navigate that and that you know what's going on and that you know what is needed yes. in order for you to go to the next level and to get what you want. And mm. so how much time was there in between you grieving, letting go and saying, okay, I'm ready for the next level and meeting um, your current partner? Uh, probably like a week and a half. Crazy. It was so yeah. fast. Yeah. And one, like a tip that I would definitely say to anybody that's going through something similar or that wants to transform something is go into the feeling, feel it as deep as you can. It, like allow that energy, that emotion to transform you. Like once mm. we actually receive the feeling fully, whatever those feelings are, then we can get the gifts from those feelings. And I cried, like I was walking around just crying on the street. I thought, oh, well, who cares? I look a bit crazy, but I just need to do that. I need to be real. That's how I'm feeling. And then, yeah, I literally felt myself, I woke up one morning, like two days later or three days later, feeling like a blue butterfly. Oh, this is a new chapter in my life. I've, I felt like I got all of those things, those lessons. Yeah. 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 But you also know, like with manifesting, um, there's so many other influences that can come in and kind of affect how things run as well. So you have like external influences. We're talking about being maybe coming to Barbados during the pandemic and the external influence um, Australia was just about to change its rules on people being able to leave the country mm. completely. But can, can I um, yes. uh, jump in here? Because it's, it's, I think it's a, a perspective. Um, so I do not believe it has to affect us when we don't see it as it is able to affect us. We can still say, yeah, it's, it's the reality now, but I know that I'm a powerful creator and I don't know how, but even with all this stuff going on, I know that I will get there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also, and all the tools that we have and that we have used and 
utilize with our light frequency body, our mm-hmm. energy body, our spirit, yeah. when we're using those tools, we're actually helping to embody and ground a bigger aspect of ourselves that is makes it easier to, to navigate and drive this lovely meat body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so even like when rules are changing and timelines look like they're cutting off, sorry, that was me. <laughs> timelines look like they're cutting off. They're still away. And what I found in that, um, my practice was heavily, like every day, wherever I am, I talk to my ancestors. Normal. I have a cup of coffee with my ancestors. I, it's not like I've got to pray now and, to, and it's a it is a sacred space, of course, but all life to me is sacred anyhow. So this moment to the next moment, it's all sacred. So normalizing that relationship with my ancestral energies that love me unconditionally, and that's a very important mm. part so to put in. Can I, can I um, conclude that you use the ancestral energy to help you... Um, uh, how I want to say it now is not what I want because I want to get what you want, but that sounds manipulative. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, do you ask them for support in your decision? Like, how, how does a conversation like that go? So, I uh, very good question. And I love to connect with my ancestors because I'm so grateful for everything that's happened so far on this amazing adventure of my life, right? And they've been there every single step of the way, whether I've acknowledged them or not. They're working in my favour anyway. Um, we might, my language might be different to yours. You might call it a spirit guide, an angel. Just adapt the language to whatever fits the, the framework for you. But for me, it's my ancestors. So I speak with them and I talk to them in such a way, like I wait till I feel feelings from my heart to connect through the feelings to talk to them and when I'm sometimes it's just thanking them for everything that I've seen and everything that I know that they're doing and just saying thank you for continuously opening up the way for me to be more aligned with my higher self and what's for my highest good Hmm. instead of like I want that but it might not be what is for your highest good so then right and sometimes I have come specifically, like I've asked with me and my partner, can you, if it's meant to be for our highest good, please open the way for it to happen effortlessly, gracefully, in divine timing, with finance, you know, financial abundance. Um, and especially in this time, you know, it's, I'm sure that a lot of people are just asking for their health to stay radiant. <laughs> So all of those things, I definitely ask for that as well. And I also use my feeling and my language in such a way that I'm, I'm thanking it for already being here. It's already here. It's already in existence. So I'm not having this energy coming out of me like um, shooting arrows trying to find something. Mm. It's actually, it's in my field. I just haven't been able to feel it because I'm a bit denser. But they know it. Mm. Oh, wonderful. So it, it, if I uh, interpret it correctly, it's, it's a grounding. It helps you ground and it helps you. It assists you in trusting life more and just also the knowing that you're not doing this alone. You know, you have this whole pack of 
Williamses that are <laughs> rooting for you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And also, um, there's an energy of like when you can sort of lean back into life, and you're not like constantly in this motion of trying to push forward, pushing through the density. And it's really our own density that we're trying to push forward. Mm. And it comes from that same place that we're talking about. We touched on before, like the lack of trust mm. that we could potentially have that thing. So the leaning back and then in the leaning back, you get these impulses and inspirations for certain yeah. actions at certain times. And you just got to follow it. It's as easy as that. You just got to follow it. Like, oh, I'm going to do my form now. Okay, great. Did my form. Okay, I'm going to put my form in right now. Now's the day. Put your form in. Um, and for me, I got a yes pretty much straight away. You can leave the country. And then <clears throat> two days later, the, lo and behold to myself, the whole laws change. So yeah. you get guided. Yeah. You get, out, get taken out of your way. And you know when to, you know exactly when to, when you don't. So it's really funny this happens a lot in uh with technology so what you just said can you repeat it one more time because what happened is uh at the moment you were talking about the form the energy probably went sky high and then it was <laughs> so can you can you say that one more time so you were in pull the up. leaning back the <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so in the leaning back so leaning back, you actually get to hear, receive the messages and impulses and inspiration, signs, symbols, things that are helpful for when you need to action. Because we do need, we're co-creators, so we do need to mm -hmm. put some action in. So mm -hmm. in the leaning, and leaning back is an action as well. It's a decision, mm -hmm. a conscious decision. So then you get these inspirations, these feelings that you follow your feeling sense to take, for me, it was fill out that form and hand that form in on that yeah. day. Yeah, so, and this form you needed, uh, was it for a visa or what, what kind of form was it? Yeah, so I needed to get um, a visa, but I also needed to get permission to leave Australia because no one had permission at that stage and they were just about to change the laws. So I got permission the day that I felt do it, I got permission on that day. Two days later, they changed the whole law so that nobody could leave Australia for any reason whatsoever, probably unless you're a celebrity. But Crazy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Have, yeah. I have a, um, something that I want to share with everyone and with you, which is also such a cool story. Uh, shortly, uh, someone that I met in Berlin, um, who, like I told him about my love for Australia and blah, and he was like, yeah, I'm also, I, I got a scholarship, but the, everything is closed and I can't go. And this was about a year ago. No, not even six months ago. And I said to him, stop, it is possible. You don't know how, you don't need to know how it will happen. Okay, fast forward six months. I messaged him, I said, hey, uh, let's meet up. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Huh? So we saw each other and he said, guess what? I'm going to Australia. And I was like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. You did it. And he was like, yeah, I didn't even believe anymore that it was going to happen. And blah, blah. But now they opened the borders again for students. And, and I was like, you see, you see, like, even if you can't see, no way, you, you're not like, that's not your job. The way is you should not, it's not your job. Your job is 
stay focused. Oh yeah, and I want to talk about that as well because we talked about it, this before when we caught up um, a week ago um, that it's not always about being super positive because sometimes the doubts will come up. Can you, can you speak a bit on that? Like what was going on in all this time that you, from the moment that you decide like, hey, I want to be there with my partner and, mm. and literally creating it. Yeah, that's right. And like, so yes, there's that. We all have dualistic parts of ourselves. So there's the part of myself that was like, I trust that it's going to happen. Of course, these are the actions. I'm listening to the inspirations, the messages. And then there was moments like waves of, oh my gosh, I'm not going to see my partner again. As you start to see the world lock in and feel that blanket of collective fear come into my field. That's what, that's what I could feel like, oh, the doubts, the uh-oh. Um, and sometimes speaking to too many people as well because their impressions and whatever they're going through, um, their projections onto my own situation and onto um, what I know is going to be true for me can mm. actually also alter you know, alter, especially if you really love and respect the person, it can change the shape because you have these emotional ties. Mm. Um, and I also found just having an emotional tie with my partner as well, like because of that, because I wanted such a beautiful connection, of course, I naturally want to be with him. We want to be together. So there's also like that feeling of, oh, what if it doesn't happen mm. somewhere in your fear, in my field as well? And what did you do? Like, what did you do? Constantly, I was constantly um, parenting myself, constantly parenting myself and picking me out of that space and putting myself into a frequency that is more useful. Even mm. if I felt like, you know, even if I felt heavy in my heart that day and missing and longing and we were apart for 18, 18 months in the end. Wow. Um, so it's a long time to like be on calls with each other and, uh, yes this. and no yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and yeah and but then how so how would a conversation like uh, like this go so you're parenting yourself and what would you say to yourself so you i'm just yeah, yeah just thinking of like um yeah something like okay you know you know all of that's happening and you know that there's so many different levels of um, dimensions that exist at the same time now you need to put into your field exactly what you want program yourself because you're being programmed right now mm. and so then it would be just the case of like turning some music on and moving my body getting into my body being physical like walking on the beach was also fantastic as well because you have all that space a view with space is amazing if you feel like your energy is real close and dense to your body. And the, the water also uh, cleanses, right? Like um, the ocean and... Yeah. Big time. Yeah, the water's amazing. And I think through water, because it's so, it holds so much memory and you can tap in, like I was tapping into the, the ocean of the Caribbean by being in the ocean at environment. <clears throat> so tapping into the two. Yeah. yeah. And wow. staying... Staying grateful because I was also like, you know what, you might be feeling like, ooh, but at least you have that person to be ooh, with. About, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people in my immediate environment were searching 
heavily for their partner so that they could mm. potentially have that same feeling though have have the love you know um mm. so I kept looking at life that way like we're all looking for that deeper connection mm. that deeper love with mm. ourselves and our our peoples yeah yeah and so what I hear you say is actually so in in a nutshell you had this vision you had this wish you knew you knew that this was your man and then you just got to work you just got to work and you constantly kept reminding yourself of how reality really works giving mm -hmm. yourself some challenges through other people that were reflecting old beliefs that you didn't want to be a part of anymore and then just nursing yourself through it and using your ancestors um, nature like the bigger part of you because we are infinite right we are like super big we, we expand beyond our physical body into and using all of that yes and music really helps as mm. well for me music's yeah. really helpful mm. so in that time just before uh the world shut down into the um pandemic i was at my university course um doing sound engineering course and i was in a studio all by myself and my partner's mom who had passed 30 years ago mm. came in the room touched me on the shoulder and said buy a ticket today She's real, wow. real stern, um, said, ask my partner for some help as well and that you'll get a ticket for $1,800 Australian, which is unheard of to get to Barbados. It's so far away. Never, wow. like, and it was $1,800. And I got on the plane. I got there in record time when I went. I It was 26 hours only. It's normally like 40-something, but it was very direct. I went Australia, L.A., LA onto wherever Miami on. It was so direct. It was so direct and amazing. And you know, I don't expect that coming from Australia, going to South America or places that I like to regularly go to. It's a long haul. So to get that, I was like, I'm so lifted, so guided. And we had six days together. And I was on I was on one of the last planes out of the country to go back to Australia because my guidance told me go back to Australia. And in that time, I finished my degree. And in that time, I finished my album. Um, there was a lot of completing and a lot of success for myself, which was wonderful. Uh, that I think that if I just stayed on, I would have been feeling like I didn't achieve these things that I, mm. yes. So this way, and it's interesting because um, I know I'm talking a lot, but no, often, yeah. Perfect. Often we think that if we want that thing, there's a, I don't know, there's something that has to weigh up. Like I can't have it all. There's like, there's often that belief that we can't have it all. We have to and, choose. Yeah. Mm, but and I, yeah. That's it. And I really wanted to be, I've been smashing that down, dissolving that within my field for years. Yeah. Like I can have it all. I can mm. create music and have love a beautiful soulful relationship and a sense of home and I can be healthy in myself and I can do things how I want to do them. I can be free. And I've been working towards that vision this whole time. And I see like if I didn't listen to my intuition and listen to my, my uh, fear voice was just stay, you know, my fear voice said, you should just stay here. What if you can't get back here? 
So it actually took more courage to listen to my intuition and it was so much more fruitful to listen to my intuition so because of the completion really, yeah. of what I was could do. What I, I'm, I'm wondering, because this is what, what my belief is anyway, and it is also true that what you believe that is true will be true for you, but I have a feeling this is a bit deeper. So would you say, well, you're going to say yes, but anyway, would you say that the more you are doing what you're supposed to do, like following your gift and your talents, that that is also the thing that will bring you closer to your person mm-hmm. like, that has to do with each other. Like if you wouldn't be, if you're still like, oh, what's my purpose? And like, look, I don't know that it's not necessarily the vibration that you need to be in to also be with the one. Yeah, I think, I think it's not uh, so black and white. I think that some people, from what I have watched, some people find their other regardless, hmm. and that's their adventure, you know. Yeah, and true. and it's about what's your adventure, yeah. Yeah, and they have all their challenges and gifts within that too. Whereas um, I feel like for me and many other of my friends and people that vibrate in, you know, that are aware of tools and like consciously creating their lives I feel like yes because we're our mindset is in a different space very much so what you said before what you think what you believe is how your the reality is we'll prove it will prove itself to be true I have to check yeah okay we're good yeah yeah we're good and I also because I want to check if I've asked you everything that I wanted to ask you with regards to this, and then I would love to talk a bit about your music as well, because being an artist, you had to also work through a lot of collective consciousness that says, yeah, but you, you know, you will never, nothing, if you're an artist, you you have to struggle. So that's also something that I would love for you to Mm. talk a bit about if you want. For sure. Let me see. Mm. Yeah, so, but this this can also, yeah. What fears or thoughts still tend to trip you up? Like, do you have a specific kind of, I don't know, thing that keeps keeps coming back from time to time and how do you deal with that fear? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, yes, for sure. At- this moment, what's that voice? It's always the same. It's, you know, it's the same voice, voicing inside my space. And it's trying to find, it's trying to create some attention by getting stressed out about what's going to happen with my visa. Can I stay here? How am I going to extend? But I actually clocked. Now, this, this part of me is very smart. It will shape shift to stress about something else. Mm. So as soon as I like go, lean back. And also, I also really have been seeing daily that little miracles are happening. So I'm acknowledging these little miracles that are happening around me and of course are happening for me too. So when I'm seeing that, that's what helps me to pop out of it. But then that part of myself, it will go, oh yeah. And then it will, 
go on to something else. Like, how are we going to pay the bills? We've earned no money this month. You know, it will do something. And it's a very interesting part of the human psyche, I think. Mm. Um, and I honestly, the best thing I can do with that is I have like a little routine. The routine's great. It needs security. Yeah. That's what myself is asking for, baseline. I want to feel secure. I can't control all these things. So I'm freaking out and I want to feel secure. So what can I feel secure about without freaking out and being dri driven to that security by fear? Hmm. So things like my workout, I love it. You know, getting into the music that I'm making and committed to what I'm, the projects I'm doing, I love that. Hmm. Going, getting up, um, going outside and crossing the road into nature. And for me, it's the beach mm. and swimming it off. I can do that. If you don't have that, even in the shower for me is just something that I can easily use that water to reset myself. Like I'll say, I empower the water to reset my vibration to my mm. highest vibration. Mm. Yeah. Just rinse it off. That's, that's what, yeah. Water is so powerful. Like I hear it time and time again um, through different roots. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Okay. I think you answered already everything um, organically. Because um, we're still all, all of those things, even as we're, we're working on ourselves and evolving in, um, on this adventure, we still have all of those parts of ourselves, but it's like, an, I see it like a big studio mixer, those fears that once were up here and now being dialed down here. And if you listen very close, it's still in, you can still hear it a little bit in the song, but it's not making it sound bad. So, you know, you can, it's still within the whole matrix of who we are in our energy field. It's a nice analogy, yeah. I like that. That's a wonderful analogy to just like, I oh, dial it. Nah, just dial it down. And I can hear it, but it's not bad. It's part of it. Yeah. It is part of, um, so it's part of us being whole. It's not that we need to get rid of anything. No, just let it be, but don't give it too much importance. Mm. Yeah. Or like, I realize it's a security thing. So look for the ways, look for what, it's trying to point you towards and deal with the that root issue. For me, the root issue was to feel secure. Yeah. So, you know, if you listen enough, you'll be able to see, you know, don't listen to the story of what it's trying to tell you, but what it's about, the emotion behind it, that will actually help you transform. Yeah. 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 Wow. So good. So good. And it's also, uh, yeah, that's, that was one of the questions that I also had, like now looking back, um, because when you were in it, you had all this stuff going on, right? Like trusting, not trusting, like all these things were going on and you were also, you know, how to create. So you had tools to help you now looking back, what can you see that you did or didn't do that it help, has helped you speed up this process? If, if there was a speeding up anyway, I don't know, maybe we should take speed up out of the equation, but like, was yeah. there anything that you can see now looking back that has helped you um, create this for yourself? I reckon the biggest thing is to, for me to stay in my alignment. So 
remember you did um, the other day when we caught up, you did a chakra balance to check if my chakras were all spinning. So in the right way and all of that, um, you know, if they're balanced. And that I think is our, one of our core, it's like brushing your teeth. Mm. It's a core maintenance thing that is important um, if we're to acknowledge that we're actually spiritual beings mm. living through the human naturistic mm. elements of this <clears throat> flesh. That's, yeah. And, yeah, and also, I mean, for me, I, walk, I work with a water a lot. I drink water with crystals in it. I infuse my water with love. Um, there's something that I feel in my body needs. I'll infuse the water with that and drink the water. There's lots of ways, like little simple things that I've incorporated that I probably even take for granted or, you know, mm -hmm. forget because I'm doing them. Mm. So I'm just trying to because think. Part as of I, yeah, yeah no, and I'm just trying to think. What I hear you say is that you make your vibration the most important. Like you mind your vibration and you you clean your energy body as you do your physical body. Yes. And you take it as you take it as uh, serious as. And I love how you linked um, linked that to the, the the chakra thingy that I was doing for you. So I've been. Um, I've been really diving deep into it. I feel super strongly that it's part of my purpose. Like all of a sudden it was there in the week that I caught COVID. And like, I just, in that week, everything just came together for me. That makes so much sense. My hard drive started working again, where all these pictures are on that I missed so much. And like everything just came together for me in that week. And so ever since... Like now I do daily, daily things with my chakras and I also measure and yesterday or the day, no, it was yesterday. I had like something happened and I could feel, I woke up fearful. I thought what's going on, but I didn't, and I didn't do anything to, to take that away. And then something happened that was, I could feel it in my energy field. Like you can feel things, nice things, but also things that are not so nice. You can feel that they're close and about to pop. And you can either do something to get yourself out of that vibration so that it won't pop. And when it mm. happens, like I fixed it, doesn't matter. But it's funny because all of a sudden I realized, I thought, hey, that is what was going on. I could feel that this was about to happen. You, we can just, if we're mindful. And then uh, I did yoga in the evening. Um, I checked my, my, my chakras before the yoga. And my uh, solar plex chakra was kind of like, it wasn't going in reverse how it was before, like before <laughs> I started the work a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was rotating in the right direction again, but really small. And then after yoga, I did it again. It was open again. It was vibrating. I thought, oh yeah, so cool. So cool that we can, we can just measure mm -hmm. this stuff. I think that is a really awesome, like, picking up a pendulum or finding like practical tools that you can measure it is a great way to like show yourself that you're also growing and evolving. And yeah. um, we need those things. We need yeah. those, those increments. We need yeah. to be able to see that. Yeah. Especially yeah, if something's not so tangible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's like, 
if you would, it's actually, this would be a closing question, but I'm going to ask it now because who cares? And we can ask it again later. <laughs> so what, what is the tip? Like, what is the number one? Or you can also give a couple. What would you give people that are like, I so, so, so would like to create this for my life. Like, what would you tell them? You're nursing them into their, helping mm -hmm. them get their creation. What would you tell them? Like, I, I would... Um, I would ask them how, what do they do and how does it feel when they're aligned with the universe, God, whatever that source energy is, whatever the name is, because we have a memory of that from some point, there's a reference. Hmm. I would ask them to link in with that. And it's almost like that in itself starts to start the process because it turns on the switch of, oh, that was a better feeling. I'd rather choose that feeling. Oh, that starts to feel expansive. Yeah, I want to return to that moment to moment or day to day. So mm. to link in to our spirit, our spiritual nature, more often, like mm. make it part of the day. Like, like what you said with the yoga and checking before and checking afterwards, that's checking like where, where your spirit's at. You just did that so naturally. And it's such a great thing to do. So I would say that that is the number one thing to bring as much of your absolutely gorgeous self and all of your gifts and all of your talents that exist within your spirit and everything that's for you, actually. So if you can bring more of that or when you bring more of that into your physical reality and body and life, daily life, then it becomes more normalized and mm. it's able to ground through you and you're able to expand and you can hold more. And as you keep being able to hold more in your energy field, you can actually hold what is meant for you anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it can, it can be with you and come to you because you have that. I went to this workshop once and it was so cool what he said. Like it was a, an, a very interesting workshop. It was about creating abundance. And like there were so many things said that I was like, hmm. But there were also things said that I was like, yeah. So it just like mix and matched what I. And this guy said, if you have a tiny energy, then you can hold little money. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a big, if you have a big energy, then you can hold a lot of money. And like. So this is really also how, like, you don't need to have a big energy necessarily and like walk around like this, but like, you need to have literal space for it to come in and for, for, for you, you have to be able to hold it. And when you make yourself small and you're fearful, like you can't hold abundance and things that are, that want to be with you, or they're already with you in some other timeline. Mm -hmm. that, that expansiveness and that yeah 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 cool yeah. Yeah. 100%. yes <laughs> yeah you're now you're toning it down because of my ears yeah mm -hmm. so um we have about 10 more minutes um please tell us about this this music journey of yours like how like what's what's up what's up with that your music all right so yeah <laughs> yell out. Um, <laughs> so I am a singer-songwriter and I produce music and I've always That's loved writing. Forever. Yeah. Always right. loved writing songs forever. Yep. Like, we, you know, when they ask you as a kid, what do you want to be? 
I was the little girl, so shy, mind you, that would say, I want to sing and I would like to dance. And so I would do that for my immediate family, but no one outside of that. Um, and I realized like growing up, having, I was very lucky to have the opportunity to learn instruments and be supportive. So mum and dad are both quite musical. So they supported me to learn the violin and learn singing. And I was very lucky to have that. And from, I guess that, yeah, I was in bands and things. And I felt like I've, for the two things that have come together for me as healing work, frequency work and music as the same thing. So mm. they're, they both work with frequency and they both can be very healing and they're both spawn, like they're both instant and tuning people's um, in the energy work that I do working on people's bodies. I often hear their frequency when they drop some density, I'll hear their tone go higher. Wow. Yeah. Wow. During a session. So, which is really cool. Right. And that's what, so to me, it's like what, working with somebody is like tuning their instrument mm. and that's also what they say that that's also what Seth says one of the teachers that I'm very much yeah. into that we all like we we have we have tones like we have a, a personal and like we have one that's always the one that it is and we have one yeah, it tends to go off tone yes because we're light like sound is also light as well and light is also sound mm. so imagine like your core tones your core color or colors mm. and mm. the ones that change is probably much like an aura reading that's interchangeable coming mm. in and out mm. um and i know i'm just going to bookmark this little rant for a second because there's a little tip that is also really i'd like to give because i'm getting the like sense to give this one is inside our heads often you know as you're going about your day Even when you're listening to music, there can be all sorts of things going on, right? Conversations, ruminating over things, talking bad to ourselves, talking up ourselves, singing a song, all sorts of things can be happening. Um, we're constantly being programmed. So what happens if you actually just chose a song that had really wonderful words in it and you sung that throughout your day in your head is you'll find that your system starts to calm down because mm. it's got this... It's got this frequency happening and the mind that likes to go off on the tangents and do all the different talking in here, it has something to do. It's actually singing the song with you, yeah, which is really cool. So um, that is a tip to like get yourself out of a funk. <laughs> nice. Yeah, perfect. And you, you are programming your unconscious or your subconscious with these words and these tones and so even if you can't hear it speak it's still running there that's it yeah and music is so emotional too like think of all the love songs or happy songs or whatever it's so emotional so you're singing it the, the artist has created it with a certain emotion intention vibration when you link in you're linking into that vibration and that's helping you be in that vibration and mm. so Like, I guess as an artist, I'm conscious of that element before I create music mm -hmm. and while I'm creating music. So I want to be in the right energy, the energy that feels true, I should say. Yeah. 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 When I'm creating the song or if I'm singing the lyrics and recording it for life, you know, to that's the transmission 
or if I'm performing, sometimes I've set an energy uh, intention before I go on stage that everyone will, I, I ask that everyone receives healing that's for their highest good through this music. That's so wonderful. Yeah. I'm not attached to it, but I'm using yeah. the sound. No, yeah. And you use the intention and, and that's amazing. Like, because that's what I, like before we went here on here, I said, okay, I have the intention that whoever sees this will get exactly what they need. Yes. And then the right people will see it. And the same with your music and with music. Oh, also with this video, like it will stay on YouTube forever and your music will be there forever. So even if someone hears it in 20, 30, 40, 50, disintention mm -hmm. goes across times and time and space so it will be still be there and give the person whatever it is that you intended it to give and so i love that with music because it's given me the avenue to not just be one-on-one -on -one working but to work with the collective consciousness or like to work mm -hmm. on a bigger scale with people to be able to touch more people to be able to be of service through yeah. music yeah, and people. you have been and you have been able to do this for a long time, and it gets better and better, right? You, the opportunities just grow as you they they grow as, as you grow as well. Yes, and the more confident and the confidence that I've grown within myself creates more opportunities yeah. as well. So that's an interesting yeah. thing too. Like, doesn't seem to matter what age, what color your skin sack is what is for you is for you and it will come for you no matter where you are yeah. at the right time that it's for you it really will come yeah yeah and so yeah it's interesting because um i would say like using music in that way being aware in that way and and utilizing music to heal to uplift um, also and... yeah, yeah i think that that's giving myself that bigger purpose as well as actually helped me to step into it because I feel like, oh, I'm doing, I'm contributing something to humanity as well. Mm. That's bigger than my own. I want to be a star. I want to be famous. Yeah. If I'd Which gone is down, fine too. Yeah. But for me, if I'd gone down that road, it would have been a whole different journey, but I really wanted, I've always wanted to be of service and uplift humanity and protect nature. So yeah. You know, I'm, I'm creating artwork like I created my last album that was all about the two and uplifting water, like being an advocate for water and the importance of water and in our lives and for the planet and for mm. sustaining life on the planet and different stories from um, Aboriginal, other Aboriginal people as well as other artists that I collaborated that are conscious. So, so yeah. Can yes. You, can you share um, three or up to five songs with me that I can put in the description that you really like? I know they're all your children, right? So you cannot favor. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. But can you pick a few songs that you're like, yes, this is what I would love to share. And this is what I would love for you to, yeah, to yes. vibe with. Yeah, and cool. I, I, I would love to do that. And actually, last weekend, I made, started making a video clip for one of the songs, which is called Water is Life, at yeah. a freshwater spring here. Mm. And that song, I feel like 
I have no, I have no idea when I put out the album with these nine songs, what songs we're going to take off or, you know, go on their journey. I had one song that I thought this is the song, it was the title of the album, so Love Like Water is the song, and I thought that's a title, so that will probably fly, and it has, but this Water is Life song has just taken off everywhere, so I thought oh, wow. yeah. I want to make a special video clip where people can watch and feel the frequency of nature mm-hmm. and feel the frequencies of what I'm bringing through, and so that's what this song's, that's what the video's about, so that should be out in a few, I don't know, a few weeks. Let's just say that. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. So then as soon as it's out, I'm going to, because I think it's going to take a week, maybe a bit sooner uh, when this video will be up and then I can uh, add this link later. And you know what, Tamla? I don't think there was ever an interview up until now where I have so many goosebumps. Like I've, I just, when you were just now also talking about the water, I could just really feel being there and, and feeling this wonderful tingling, rinsing, yes. cleaning energy. Yeah. Wow. So funny because your cat just made the bells go at like yeah. at the same time. And, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, this is, I think I want to end uh, our interview with what are you grateful for at this moment? It could be a couple of things, obviously, like what, what are you grateful for right now at this moment? Oh, right now I'm grateful for loving friendship that um, keeps evolving through space and time with yourself mm-hmm. like we hadn't seen each other for so long and nothing had changed just the love had grown even more so you know yeah. what I mean I am so because yeah. we're also both working on ourselves too so we're we're upping our vibration together and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful to have you in my life so that's number one um, I'm grateful I'm grateful for this space that is my creative space right now. I'm grateful to have this space. I have a lot of, I have, I have time. Um, I don't have the pressure on me to create right now, which is wonderful. I'm Mm. very thankful for that. And I'm really grateful to be here with my partner. I'm so thankful that, (laughs) you know, um, yes, yes. I'm really grateful for that. So I, I had something else come to my mind, but I forgot what I was going to say. So whatever that is, I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a treat. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for internet and that we get to, you know, from like you Barbados, me Berlin, to get to connect and then drop all these amazing wisdom bombs for everyone to create their best lives. Like, exactly yeah you know? yeah and because and none of us are perfect so just like these little bits these snippets are so helpful like i'm not perfect you're not perfect we know it and we're having I'm, this ad- i'm close to perfect sorry <laughs> i mean oh, we're yeah. close we are pretty much our imperfection is the perfection <laughs> that's what i would like to say about i'm that. the norm i'm the norm yeah so just be me <laughs> but that whole like <laughs> <laughs> that whole this this idea especially in western culture around perfection and it can be quite stifling i think mm-hmm. that it's really cool to 
be able to hear from different points of view, mm. from people that are just being real and honest and yeah. you get to see like, oh, there's an artist that's not like in a shimmery jumpsuit, mm. um, bling, blinging, whatever. Like mm. I also, oh, that's what I wanted to say. I'm gonna, sorry, more. I'm just going to add it in here. No, no, go. This is a great Please. tip if you're an artist especially, but this relates to anything, you have your thing that you're most passionate about, which is the thing that you're passionate about and inspired is probably what your soul wants to experience in this life. Um, while you're growing into it, and even still, it's also wonderful to support yourself with that and not put all the pressure on yourself. Like believe in it, know it, but don't put the pressure that that thing has to be the golden egg and give you like financial support right now. Mm. What I did on my journey, I've used my healing, whether it be hands-on healing, whether it be working in a shop and healing through talking with people, mm. whether it be um, making coffee and talking with people and healing, yeah. Yeah. whether it be reading tarot and helping people find solutions and being practical with that stuff and healing. So it's always the same blanket, but make it practical in a way that you can contribute in a way that's giving value and makes you feel good about mm. what you're doing. And you mm. also get to earn money and support the thing that you're passionate about. Take that yeah. pressure off. Neville says it's something like, uh, don't condition your desire. Like don't condition, don't condition the thing, let it come and and accept it and and go with it and don't say it has it can only be like this no just be open so that's mm -hmm. what i hear you saying right just because it can come through so many different avenues that's it and the, there's no the cutoff point yeah wonderful could, yeah it could be yeah. like podcasting into your 90s and 100s imagine yeah. that i will For sure you know what i mean like, i will so i will speak to you like every so many years now. okay what's going on and at one point we are <laughs> no we're gonna be like super fabulous oh, i'm 120 times yes yes fabulous my dear oh wonderful <laughs> Thank you so much. Stay on here uh, when I uh, like while I say goodbye, and then like I will yes. end the recording. So everyone, thank you so much for watching. Huh? And uh, yeah, it's my intention that you have the best wisdom out of this amazing interview with Tamwa from Barbados. Oh yeah, and I will also in the description check out the Barbados story from Neville if you haven't uh, heard of this yet because it's a sign for you for me even for Temwa who's there that everything everything and everything beyond that everything that you can wish for is already yours so mm. much love see you in the next one ciao <laughs> so now I have to ooh.